This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome, bitches, to Resting Bitch Face. I'm your host, Julie, and I have my beautiful constant guest co-host, Justine, here. Hello. Uh, Justine is from the Shore Store, I'm sure you all know. And we're going to talk about today the best early 2000s reality TV shows that you may have forgotten about. It says in the article that you forgot about, but I didn't forget about many of them. Um, This is based on an L article. I will put some links in the show notes so you can look at it yourself. And then also probably put some screenshots on Instagram at Resting Bitch Face. But Justine... What is your favorite early 2000s reality TV show? Mm, Meet the Barkers was probably a good one. Yes. Um, I need to do a, re- a rewatch of that. I haven't watched it since it was originally out. Uh, I know. I need to as well. I really love those first early seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Um, yes. Could rewatch those all the time. Uh at the time, I really liked America's Next Top Model. I don't know how I would feel if I watched it now. Um, I always see those videos on TikTok showing how problematic America's Next Top Model is now. Honestly, everything in the world was quote unquote problematic. Like That's true. People are just too sensitive nowadays. I don't care. Come after me. I agree. Me. But some of the stuff, some of the videos that they post when it comes to eating disorders and like kind of the encouragement of weight loss and all that stuff is so crazy to rewatch now. It's like this would never air in 2022. Never. I was my mom and I were having this conversation the other day about like the early 2000s like beauty standards compared to what Mm -hmm. beauty standards are today. And I was saying that like. I wish that I grew up how beauty standards are today because now it's all about like fitness and putting on muscle and big booties and stuff like that. And yeah, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of plastic surgery and stuff involved in that as well. But back in like when you and I were growing up, it was like the skinnier you are, the better. And it was like unhealthy, skinny ribs popping out um Mm -hmm. like diets and magazines were encouraging you to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day and put whipped cream in your coffee and that's how you would stay full for the whole day like it's atrocious to think about oh and the speed diet pills Mm -hmm. that too oh and then um remember stackers those ones they they sell those i think they still sell them at like walmart and stuff but the stackers diet pills um and then also on Tumblr, they had these all these pro eating disorder tumblers so that you could subscribe to it and then scroll through and you would Tumblr just see thousands of pictures of girls with um, eating disorders. Like the, the early, early days of social media, MySpace, Tumblr in our time, live journal that very much so glorified um, eating disorders and self-harm as well. Mm-hmm. So those things were extremely popular back then and it's funny because I'll go on my TikTok now and a lot of my algorithm is people talking about that they're like I used to cut yeah. myself just because like live journal glorified it you know like it's, oh it's my insane God. to think about but it's crazy though like um I w- w- looked at an old picture of Khloe Kardashian from 
like the first season of Chloe and Courtney take Miami or whatever. So this was like when she was first married to Lamar, like Pete Chloe before all the insane She's plastic like surgery. Completely different person now. I cannot believe people called her fat. Because if you look at how small she was back then, like it's insane that people called her fat. Like the the beauty standards have just changed so much and honestly I know I talk a lot of shit about the Kardashians. I talk shit about everybody and people can say what they want about them. But I truly believe that they've they're one of the reasons why it's changed for what I think is the better because people starving themselves isn't good. Like it's yeah, it's insane. I think it's going in the right direction. But then also sometimes I feel like it's going too far Mm. where there's a lot of people that are glorifying obesity and Obviously, you know, I spent a lot of my life being obese and I know all the problems that I had with my body, the fatigue, the prediabetes, the high blood pressure, fatty liver. I had so many medical issues when I was morbidly obese. And I think that we need to be really careful when we're glorifying people that are, you know, 500 pounds. Like that's not what we want and people can fight and say oh just because you're obese doesn't mean that you have medical problems well 99% of the time it does like that's just a fact so that is the only thing that I worry about but we have moved in a much more positive direction with body positivity and the way that we see our health so that's awesome but yeah during those early days like the early 2000s the live journal and all that it was a scary place to be so teenagers are much better off now I mean are they though because social media has also taken over the world in what I think can be a negative way as well because we had it but MySpace was kind of like our private little thing at least for me Mm -hmm. like in like I would still go out and hang out with my friends every night and like have a real life and go to school and then when you came home it was like MySpace was like your time like people weren't I guess it was more the the birth of like the smartphone and apps and stuff like that because we didn't have access to it 24 7 yeah it, I it, it was only days. like when you came home and had your like time your computer time at night you know what I mean and now it's like I miss I think about that all the time I miss those days yeah kids today so like different. I feel bad for them like their lives are so different like kids hang out together and they're all just like on snapchat the whole time like all scrolling yeah. through their phones and it's like you guys don't even know each other. Like I, I didn't see have that, that a lot in the restaurant too when I'm working. It, almost mm. everybody just sitting on their phones, and you're missing out on these opportunities. You're missing out on the laughter and the memories and the fun, and even at the bar. So my bar is definitely a cool neighborhood type of bar where we were talking the other day about how it's like Cheers, how we know all our regulars' names and what their drinks are, and it's fun, and people get in there, and they're having a great time and laughing and talking and all that. But sometimes you'll see people sitting there with their phone, and it's like, you're miss. look around you, you are missing out. Like, this is what life is all about. The fun and the laughter and the memories and the friendship. And you're sitting there staring at your phone at other people having fun and making memories. It's crazy to me. And I miss those days before smartphones. I really do. Oh, yeah. Cell phones ruin the world. That, Not just cell makes phones, me sound like but, a, yeah, smartphones. This makes me sound like a super old lady saying that. This is also going to make us feel like old ladies talking about these reality shows the first one they listed was the ashley simpson show went from 2004 to 2005 
So I think it had two seasons or something. Do you remember how edgy Ashley Simpson was trying to be in comparison to Jessica? Like, she was so edgy. Okay, so I was thinking about Ashley Simpson recently because Amanda and Jody did an episode on this show on Total Request Podcast. Oh, okay. But I was a huge Ashley Simpson fan. I actually went to her concert when she came here for the, nice. um, the I Am Me tour for her second album. Um, okay. So I had all three of her albums I was obsessed with her I actually watched her reality show that she just had with her husband she's married to Evan Ross Diana Ross's son if you knew that Um, and he's in like a bunch of movies and stuff he's a phenomenal actor Um, but yeah she's married to him and they had a show on E and so I'm like a diehard Ashley Simpson fan so uh I have, like, nothing bad to say about her, even though I know that people look back on that show and kind of make fun of it a little bit. (laughs) I, well, I remember liking the show, but her first album I was and still am obsessed with. Mm -hmm. That album is a fucking banger. Even 20 years later, it is such a good album. And I actually remember, so I bought my first car a couple months before I was old enough to get my license. And I would come home from work or wherever, and I would put my Ashley Simpson CD in my 1996 Mustang, and this was 2006 or 2005, uh, 2005, and I would drive around my neighborhood blaring that album all the time because I wasn't old enough to get my license, but I was still like being a rebel. And I was listening to Ashley Simpson, and I was driving around my neighborhood And it was so much fun. It's one of the greatest memories that I have. But I still love that album. Still. Love it too. And then I love how her... I mean, she's put out music like recently, but I don't even care to listen to be honest but her last album she put out before she kind of like went away. I liked how she did like the... The kind of like synthesized like pop, like ay yeah 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 yeah. It's not gonna. Oh, like, I haven't listened. Like, I haven't even those heard songs anything from her in like fifteen years. I have no idea. Oh uh, well, yeah. No, I love the first album too. It's it's really good. Um, so good. Yeah. Then they've got uh, newlyweds Nick and Jessica. So two thousand three to two thousand five. Of course, everybody knows this one too. Uh, chicken of the sea is it chicken or fish buffalo wings okay did you have you, you know. listened to her audiobook yes i love it it's great okay amazing loved yes. how she like spilled all the tea on that and mm-hmm. um yeah it's crazy to just go back and think about those like iconic moments with the two of them but that that scene is so fucking funny he's he's watching the game and he's just like turns around and he's like the look on his face, you can tell uh-huh. it's so real. He's like, is she fucking with me? Like, it's, but he, it's hysterical. He just seems annoyed with her and he doesn't seem... A, um, I think that their marriage could have lasted if he was amused by her versus annoyed by her. If he looked at her and laughed and was like, you are so cute. I adore you. That would be one thing. But the looks that he would give him like that he would give her were more like you are so fucking stupid are you really that stupid that's why their marriage didn't work out he was annoyed by her versus amused by her mm-hmm. I my husband is amused by me i say dumb things and he rolls his eyes and laughs at me that's amusement but 
I'm not surprised their marriage didn't work out because I have recently rewatched some of the clips, probably on TikTok of the show. And I'm like, yeah, I see why that didn't work. There's a really But we great... all thought they were so in love. I know. I know. But it, it's funny how we used to view reality TV back then compared to how we view it now, at least speaking for myself. Um, right. I, I watch reality TV in a completely different way now. Um, oh, yeah. But... Uh, there's a really great podcast speaking of the Ashley and Jessica Simpson it's called the Ashley and Jessica cast and um, it's these two girls and they're incredible they recap old episodes of uh, newlyweds and the Ashley Simpson show and um, they basically do kind of like what I do with the Jersey Shore where they know like everything that actually happened behind the scenes and they like go really into it and they're both just like massive fans of these girls and they know everything and uh it's really good if you're into those shows okay I'm adding that to I'm adding that right now I've been looking for new podcasts I've been getting kind of bored with what I have I have a lot of true crime on my phone and I just feel like it's kind of just too depressing so I've been adding other podcasts kind of like our podcast where we just talk about fun stuff I've been doing that more often oh so for I just sure add that. I have my podcast where like I listen to as soon as they come out every week no matter what and then I have yep. my podcast that I kind of have in a rotation like when I'm in a sillier mood or when I'm in like a more right. serious mood or you know so I was so excited to see two new episodes on We Love to Hate Everything or TV or whatever it is. The uh, I Have an Embarrassing Boyfriend, True Life, and then the Sister Wives episode. I was so fucking stoked when I saw those. I was like, yes, I know what I'm doing later when I clean. Hey, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> but OK, so then they got there. There's 54 on this list. So we're going to have to breeze through some of them. Uh, Brittany and Kevin Chaotic. Wasn't that all with their own mm-hmm. cameras? Yeah. OK. I don't know if I watched the entire season, but I remember feeling like maybe they shouldn't have done that one because it kind of pulled the curtain back. And you're talking about someone who's the most famous pop star of probably all time doing a reality show. And in 2005, I don't know. Did you like it? Do you remember anything about it? I don't think I watched it, to be honest. Okay. Um, oh, The Simple Life. Great show. 20, 2003 to 2007. I didn't realize it was on that long. I really want to do a deep dive. I wonder if Troy McGeady's done this. And if he hasn't, I'm going to reach out to him and tell him he needs to. Um, about Joel Madden from Good Charlotte. Because Good Charlotte was uh-huh. one of my all-time favorite bands. And now, of course, yeah. he's married to Nicole Richie. This is why I'm bringing this up. And yeah. Him and Hillary Dove famously dated when she was 16 and he was 24, speaking of dating older guys. And I didn't um, realize that. I remember them dating, but I didn't realize that that was the age gap. She had lost an insane amount of weight around the time that they were dating. Um, She and this was like when she put out um, like he wrote um, to the beat of my to the beat of my heart he wrote that song for her he wrote he wrote wake up for her and she had lost a lot of weight and she was just kind of in this weird era and she looked unhealthy and then when they broke up she started looking like herself again and now he's married to nicole richie who still is like very unhealthily skinny very thin and yeah. and so 
I want to know if Joel from Good Charlotte has a fetish for like super underweight girls and it like he is one of my all-time number one celebrity crushes like That's a possibility. I never even considered that. But yeah, because when when Nicole Richie was on The Simple Life, she was a little she and, was and the probably, fat one, quote unquote. Okay, but I bet if we saw her in cuz she is shorter and she was probably very normal sized. And I bet if we saw her in real life, we would not have thought she was the, quote, fat one. But in comparison to Paris Hilton, who's super tall and thin, that's probably why she looked a little bit bigger than Paris. Just like in comparison. Um, But I do remember loving The Simple Life. I think I only watched a couple seasons, but it was very funny. It was a great watch back in the early 2000s. A classic. The Osbournes. What is the number one thing you remember from the Osbournes? Obviously, Sharon. Uh, (laughs) Just that. Uh, That. I Okay, fun fact. The Osbournes was the first TV show that I owned on DVD because I actually stole a copy (laughs) from Blockbuster because (gasps) I my brother and I had rented the season and it was like three discs and we were like, let's just steal one. So we stole one of the discs and gave the other two back. And so we watched the same like four episodes all the time. But um, love the Osbournes. Uh, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Like one of my all time favorite clips is yeah. Ozzy performing at a concert. And he goes, if anyone has any drugs or alcohol, please give me some. <laughs> I always think about that episode where they were fighting with their neighbors and they throw a oh, ham. Yeah over the wall and they're playing the music really loud i think the neighbors are like singing christian songs or something so they're playing osborne dated uh bert from the used and Uh uh-huh and sharon was like i read about your band and i read that your bandmates call you cauliflower dick why do they call you cauliflower dick and he was like oh it's a long story and every time i listen to the used i think about that in my head and well i want to know the answer how can they leave us without the answer? I think he does maybe explain it on the episode, but it's really I weird. Know. But yeah, I remember Kelly Osborne used to be like super wasted in every episode, like falling over, puking. Yes, Fucked. they all were. Yeah. They they were a disaster. Man, Sharon Osborne's a queen. Really? I just, I remember her hitting one of the girls... Um, on oh that megan hauserman chick she like yeah no smacked on, her in the um, face or something yeah on the charm school reunion yes because, because yes. she said that she's like oh your husband's brain dead or something like she said something about ozzy that's why sharon did it uh, i don't know i don't think you fight like i don't think you fight words with fist that's my only thing fight words with words and fists with fist but uh, Osborne's was on from 2002 to 2005, and I thought it was longer for some reason. Holy crap. Do you remember My Fair Brady? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was the Brady dude, and then the winner of the first season of America's Next yeah, Top Adrian, Model, uh, Adrian Curry. Curry yeah. That was on from 2005 to 2008. I'm actually surprised that one was on that long, but she was obsessed with him, and they ended up getting divorced anyways. Um, punked. 
was great. What do you remember about punk? Do you remember any? I actually rewatched a few punked episodes not that long ago. Um, okay. I love it. Classic. Oh three to oh seven. I always remember the prank that they did on Justin Timberlake. I was where they just said gonna he say owed that one where they said he like all owed the back his taxes. taxes. Yeah. <laughs> And he was like on the verge of crying on his steps of his home. That was a great one. Or the, but the it, Frankie I think Muniz the, one was good where they took his like uh, his his like old school Rolls Royce. It was like there's only three made in the world or whatever. Speaking of early 2000s, Frankie Muniz. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think the only the first season of Punked was good because after that, the celebrities, I think, were more expecting it and they recognized like Dak Shepard and stuff so I love that show though um Girls Next Door yes 2005 to 2010 and they replaced the original three a few seasons in I think they they all ended up leaving but that is definitely a show that I feel like I would have different feelings about if I rewatched it because I've been watching The Secrets of Playboy have you been watching that no but you should it's kind of in the same realm because uh Playboy and Hugh Hefner's in this show. I have been watching Curse of the Chippendale on um, Amazon Prime. Okay. So it, it's mm-hmm. a there's only like four parts, and I watched the first two, and um, that's really good. All right. Well, you should watch Secrets of Playboy. That one's really good. Um, I think it's on A and E. And then Sister Wives has been on since 2010. 12 years. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like a lot of their seasons are so boring. I haven't watched a full season. I I watched this last one because I was excited that Christine was leaving him. Um, But before that, I hadn't watched in years. And I've never been a loyal, you know, viewer of that show. No, it's boring. You have to, like, really be into who they are as people and like Mm -hmm. like it's not an explosive drama show like uh right something like jersey shore you know yeah uh do you remember next on mtv from 2005 to 2008 vaguely yeah yeah so the kids would be the or the kids god i'm so old uh the (laughs) daters would be on the bus and they would There'd be like three or four of them on the bus. And then the guy that they're dating is outside of the bus. And they'd come down and they'd say like, I'm Ashley and I'm a cheerleader. And um, peaches are my favorite fruit, like or whatever would be on their little little sign on the bottom. My favorite thing about next is when someone would walk off the bus and the person would immediately go next before they even opened their mouth or said anything. I loved that. That was my favorite part. I wasn't really a huge watcher of that one, but I was obsessed with Room Raiders and Friend Zone. Those were like Room Raiders. Two. Yes, yes. Oh man. Um Pit My Ride was on from 2004 to 2007 and was honestly ridiculous and probably would be so ridiculous if we watched it again. But uh I saw some meme or something where they said like nobody and then pit my ride or nobody like oh i like fish i'm into fish and then they put a fucking Mm -hmm. hundred gallon fish tank in the trunk of their car they would put the most ridiculous things in the vehicles but it was still fun to watch that show was awesome it was hilarious and it'd be a beater on the outside and then it would have like ridiculous shit on the inside flat screen tvs and stuff Except it's still a rap icon to this day in my opinion so absolutely the z exhibit have you ever heard of Amish in the City? Ran for one year in 2004. No, I haven't heard of I've that. I've never watched the Amish show. Okay. 
Now, you should watch Breaking Amish, which is the next one on the list from 2012 to 2014. This is actually a very good show, and I just watched the first few seasons recently, but it, it came out in 2012, and this is all the Amish kids on Rumspringa in New York City, and it is actually really fun to watch them experiencing things. And then at the end of that, they have to choose whether they're going to go back to the Amish community or if they're going to leave the Amish. And if they leave the Amish, a lot of the time they're completely shunned from their family. There's people that have left the Amish that have never seen their parents again. I would be down to watch that and do an episode about it. Okay. Yeah, we should do that. Maybe on Patreon or something. It's on TLC. It's very good. Uh, Bad Girls Club. Did you know that was on from 06 to 2017? Yeah, Bad Bad Girls Club has uh, been on for forever. Oh my God. The, the most classic season is the one with Natalie Nunn and Flo and um, all of those girls. That was like... I think I only watched like one season, but that seems like something I should rewatch. I do remember that viral video where the girls like... I ain't getting no sleep in here. You're going to know something about no sleep and banging the pots and pans together. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing that viral video, but I haven't, I probably only watched the first season of that. I did not realize it was on so long. Yeah. Bad Girls Club was insane. Such All right. This one's kind of sad. The Anna Nicole show. Yikes. I have never watched the Anna Nicole show. I still to this day know very little about her. David talks about her a lot on Friends of the Countess and he always like tells me things and uh, the whole the whole thing seems really dark. But at the time, I never it really is. watched her or anything. So, I mean, on the poster, it actually says it's not supposed to be funny. It just is. That's a great way to sum it up. Uh, when this show was on 2002 to 2004, It was wild. And people made fun of how crazy Anna Nicole was and how she had gotten fat when she used to be this Playboy model. And she was a joke. She was the laughing stock. Now, if you were to rewatch this now, it would be very dark. It wouldn't be funny. It wouldn't be let's make jokes about her. You would see her as what she was, which was a very sick, very addicted person. And I have rewatched a couple episodes recently. It's very sad to see. And it makes me feel really guilty and sad for the way that we treated her. Mm-hmm. It was really awful. Um, Joe Millionaire. So 2003, there was a season. And then they just put out a, a season. season now. Yes. Sally Ann Have you watched produced it? it? The creator of Jersey Shore and Floribama Shore. Um, okay. Have you watched it? Okay. Th- this is the thing. I was planning on watching it because, as I said, uh, it's a Sally Ann right. production. But, um, but I just, I didn't. And then I'm okay. sure it's almost over because I think it started the same week as Family Vacation. We should watch so. that. But it is a great okay, idea. So that's the one where like there's two guys and one of them's a millionaire and one of them's not or something and then they Right. Yeah. So the original show was one guy and they said that he was a millionaire, but then at the end of the season they revealed that okay, he's not so a millionaire, I think he's I just a construction worker. One. I think so too. Um, And then so now the way that they changed it in 2022 is that there's two guys. One is a millionaire. One is not. And then the women, you know, they get to know both of them and then see if they chose the millionaire at the end whenever they're making a choice. So that actually sounds really good. I will probably watch that. 
Um, I Frontier House, I've never heard of that. It said sulky teenagers in modern families living like it was 1883. That actually sounds kind of funny. Have you ever heard of that? Never. No, me neither. Who wants to marry my dad? Uh, kids, Four kids trying to find a wife for their dad. That's weird. Um, date my mom. Pretty similar. I never watched that, did you? It looks like an MTV show. Yeah. Um, and then parental control. We all know parental control. Did you say that that was one that you liked? Uh, I don't think so. So the parents would be sitting on the couch or something, and they'd be watching... Uh, video footage or live footage of their kids on a date I believe so it was like like a remote control parental control yeah it's weird it was weird it was on from 20 uh 2005 to 2010 the dog whisperer did you ever watch that love the dog whisperer people say that there's a lot of controversy around Caesar Milan but I still think he's amazing uh dog the bounty hunter 2004 to 2012 you ever watch that yeah it's a good one made me want to be a bounty hunter he's like married to his dead wife's best friend or something now (gasps) or like they're engaged i didn't realize that's who she was yeah oh my god yes my dad's like very into dog and one time i was at his apartment and he was watching (gasps) this and dog the bounty hunter is like only in his 60s i thought he was like at least 85 what like (laughs) Like that is not like 85. Wow. Well, that's a lot of sun. You know, that's a lot of sun damage. A lot of sun, a lot of cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of booze. That's so funny. Um, Ice Road Truckers. I've never watched that. I have no interest in watching. It just sounds like a boy reality show. Yeah. Same thing with Deadliest Catch. Is Gold Deadliest Catch there? has been on since uh, yeah. Deadliest <laughs> Catch has been on since 2005. I have seen a couple episodes of that, but I wouldn't be like that's not a binge worthy show. Ooh, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders 2006 to present. Ever watched that one? Never watched it. Okay, that one made me want to be a cheerleader, and it goes through all of the different the different you know process of uh getting to become a dallas cowboy cheerleaders aired on cmt uh which is the country music television channel and i did recently watch an episode from the first season of this and it is so crazy to see how beauty has changed in the past 14 16 years everyone looks so fresh-faced and it's just a completely different look from what we do now what not to wear 2003 to 2013 how about this one do you remember it yes watched it okay they would i obviously these people were not ambushed on the streets they had to sign a release which maybe they got video of them and then they got the release signed i'm not sure but i remember that they would always ambush people on the streets in their worst frumpiest most horrible outfit and they'd grab them and put them on camera and i before knowing anything about how fake reality tv is i always thought how humiliating it was that they grabbed these people off the streets and put them in front of the camera in their worst outfit I just remember the main host, the woman, and she had a uh, gray streak in her hair. Yes, yes. Right? That's and her. Yes. Yeah. I, and I remember so, at the end, like, I remember them uh, going through, like, the outfits with them and how to do things differently mm-hmm. and stuff. But I don't remember that was the them beginning and then, pretending like they were yanking people off the street. Well, so they'd be video. They'd have, like, video 
um, footage of the person walking their dog or going into the grocery store. They'd they'd like stake them out for a week or something to show how awful their outfits were. And then they'd grab them and be like, we're giving you a makeover and pull them in front of the camera and do all this stuff. And then they would do the whole makeover, the hair, the makeup, the clothes, everything. Okay. Uh, makeover shows used to be huge in the early 2000s. The swan. They're always doing them on Maury and everything. Is that one that's on there? The swan. Oh, it probably is. Let's see. So Laguna Beach, Hoarders. I still watch Hoarders. Keys to the VIP. No clue what yes, that is. That's a Canadian show. Oh, it is? Um, okay. Okay. So it's these guys and I love it. I actually watched a few episodes recently because the clubs that they would film at were clubs that like I went to and stuff when I first turned 19, 20. So, um, okay. but it's these guys and they just sit around and then they... They get these guys to go like undercover in a nightclub and it's all these guys just watching them be in a nightclub and like try to pick up girls and stuff. Okay, I might watch that. We, I'm go- we're going to have to make a list of episodes that we can do special um, recaps of for Patreon or something. Oh That'd my God, fun. I can't believe that show's on there. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Nanny 911. Yes. That's a good one. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yes. I never watched that, but I heard it I was never great. watched it, but um, Carson Kressley did The Celebrity Apprentice, which I'm sure is on there, too, on that list. Oh, it probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, Say Yes to the Dress has been on since 2007. I could not fucking care less about um, Say Yes to the Dress. Uh, like, I haven't watched it in years, but before I would watch it, if I was in, like, a certain type of mood, um, do you know The Situation's sister did an episode of Say Yes, yes to the Dress. So oh, I didn't know that. So How funny. I just, I'm not into wedding shit. Like, I didn't even yeah. have a wedding for myself. I like, so I, like I don't F care about weddings. watching other people. I fucking love that show. But any other, like, wedding show, I don't really What care. is it? Four Weddings. Okay, I have seen some of those. Those are interesting. But I honestly just never cared about weddings. So I don't care to watch them on TV. Um, The Biggest Loser, Fear Factor. The Janice Dickinson Modeling Agency. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yep. She was a judge on America's Next Top Model. Hogan Knows Best. Yep. Oh, man. 2005 to 2007. I remember thinking Nick Hogan was so hot. Um, but then he, like, killed his best friend in a car accident. And all of a sudden, not hot anymore. Yeah. The Hogans are a uh, controversial mm-hmm. bunch. To say oh, least. yeah. And Hulk Hogan had that, like, porn video that released (sighs) he and his wife got divorced and he ended up being engaged to or married to a woman that looks just like his daughter yeah a younger woman Uh that could be his daughter's sister and he cheated on his wife with his daughter's best friend too (gasps) yeah and also like i don't know like i'm a huge wrestling fan so like as hulk hogan obviously being like a huge associate with wwe like when the stuff came out with him when like he didn't know he was being recorded when he was saying that his daughter's boyfriend is a n-word and stuff yeah um, wwe like took him out of the hall of fame and then like holy shit. and then like last year he hosted wrestlemania with a black man so the the whole fucking thing is weird and i met Hulk he might have been at- the first canceled guy <laughs> one of the first for sure um yeah. i met hulk hogan at fan expo and i want to say 
2013 or 2014 and he was the nicest fucking man in the whole world and uh, i love hulk hogan and i don't think he's a bad guy he's just a product of his Did environment something stupid yeah he's like a yeah, justin bieber like i don't think he's a bad person he he has just made horrible decisions in the public eye right yeah um i remember thinking brooke hogan was so hot and she was like considered like curvy at that time yeah um, and I still listen to her song with Paul Wall. That about I used to us listen song. to I still too. fucking love that song. <laughs> I can still picture the video and everything. I still her, like her like lame ass dance. Like, oh boy, you're looking like in the <laughs> Yes, love it. Um, Gastineau girls. I know the name Brittany Gastineau, but I don't know who she is. Who is that? Okay, so she was really good friends with um, Kim Kardashian. She's in the first maybe like five seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. She's in the episode oh. where Scott puts the money in the waiter's mouth. They like pan to her and she's like, oh, my God, like looking over at Chris. Um, mm-hmm. And also she was in the movie um, Bruno. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, but not since it first it's came Sasha out. Cohen. Um, so okay. it's him as like his care his one of his characters, Bruno. I personally think it's his best movie but he's like doing this interview with her and she says a lot of like really awful things and um yeah it's funny all right she, um, she's like jersey licious she's, she's like a z-list uh i know you watch jersey licious of course i watch jersey licious girl <laughs> um it's funny because colin and nick on best supporting podcast they were talking about jersey licious the one day because they were saying like they wanted to watch a reality show based in a hair salon. And I was like screaming at my phone listening to yeah, them. Yeah, Jersey like, Luscious. Is uh, it good? Okay, so it's good. It was. It seems very scripted. And um, okay, one of the stars of it, Tracy, I follow her on TikTok. And she does a podcast and stuff now. And she actually talks about the show and like how things came off a certain way and like how different things were not on the show and what you didn't see and stuff like that so kind of makes it more interesting but you know it was when when jersey was like in you know like jersey Shore, oh yeah real housewives 2010 to 2013 there you go exactly yeah yeah um growing up gaudy do you remember that um i know the show i know victoria She's gaudy, victoria gaudy the daughter it, of john gaudy and her sons this was 2004 to 2005. So this was before Jersey Shore, before we saw the Guido stuff. They were Guidos for sure. And, you know, when it comes to these mob sh- reality shows, mob wives and stuff like that, it has to be so fake because who that's actually involved in mob life would go on a reality show? That doesn't make sense to me at all. No sense. They're not like actively involved now. It's like... um like, Car- like Karen Gravano or whatever, for example, because I'm a huge fan of Families of the Mafia, formerly made in Staten Island. And Karen Gravano, okay. who's on Mob Wives, is also on that show. And her dad is, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Whatever, Gravano. And he like just got out of prison for snitching, but he was in prison for like 20 years or whatever. So like she's the daughter of him she's not like actively involved you know what i mean so 
Right. I, yeah, I get that's what crazy. You're saying, but th- they're good. Sh- they're good shows though because they do talk okay. about like past stuff that has happened, and it's it's just okay. wild to hear their stories about like how they grew up and stuff. It just always didn't make sense to me that they would go on TV. Um, do you ever have you ever heard of this show? Are you hot? The search for America's sexiest person. No. So it only lasted for a month. And they said, picture this, a contestant walking on stage in a swimsuit, standing other hot under hot and not signs. Then three judges ripped them apart based on their appearance in front of all of America. 2003. It only lasted for a month and then it was canceled. Um, LA Inc. 2005 to 2011. Yes. Of course, we all remember that. Uh, Temptation Island. That was only 2000. Oh, 2001 to 2003. But then they did reboot it last year. I might want to watch that. Have you watched Temptation Island? I, I knew that it came out now, but I didn't realize it was a reboot. Yeah. So it's sexy or couples being forced to live with sexy singles to test their relationships. Um, file that under shit I will never do. That's crazy. You're just asking for it. Oh, OK. Yes. I know the premise. Yeah. I know. Would you ever sign up for that? I would never. No, thank you. People will do anything to get on TV. That's true. That's true. Uh, Kate Plus 8, or formerly known as John and Kate Plus 8, from 2007 to 2017. Um, The craziest thing about this to me is, like, all these kids are grown. All of these kids are grown. We literally watched them from babies on the TLC special to John and Kate Plus 8 to Kate Plus 8. And they're all, like, in college now. Yep. It's insane. I know. It's, like, how I feel about it. Do you think they hate their mom? It seems like they do. Have you seen that interview? God, it's got to be like four or five years old now, but it's the tw- the older twins, Maddie and Kara, and they're with Kate doing some like morning show interview or something, and they're not talking. They're like very short sentences, mm-hmm. and Kate's like, Come I did on. see that. It's, it's like so uncomfortable. I did see that. I, I imagine having Kate as a mother would be incredibly overwhelming but then I also understand she had to be the original Karen a strict pain in the ass Karen because she had so many kids that if she wasn't it would have been a fucking shit show so on one hand I see why she was the way that she is but on the other hand if you treat your husband like she did like shocking obviously they had to get divorced I remember when his um his like no speak clause or whatever got like dismissed. Uh-huh. I remember I was in Florida. It was November 2019 and I was in my hotel room <laughs> in Orlando and it was like eight o'clock at night and I was like, holy fuck. And it was like the clip of him on the Dr. Oz show came up and I just sat uh-huh. there and watched it and I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I just sat there for like 40 minutes and watched the whole thing. I would like to do a deep dive just on their relationship because he he did he his nda or whatever came up and then he was on podcast and he was doing all kinds of stuff um and then also um he dated some really young girl he was always wearing ed hardy clothes and hanging out on yachts and he was djing for a while like it weird he was like saying how he's like broke because tlc like paid for all of her lawyers and stuff because he didn't want to do the show anymore like Well, and he, if you think about it, he was in his early 20s when they had eight children. That's the thing, man. Like, ugh. 
it's crazy to think about. And I don't know why you would, Im- I, I don't, I, I don't know how they ended up with so many kids, but if they implanted that many eggs, that's crazy well, pants. She, took, she was taking like fertility drugs. Okay. And they had already had twins. I don't know if she I would have chanced it for a third. Crazy. I think she did it on purpose. Like, why would you, if you know you can get pregnant naturally, like, why would yeah. you be taking like all these insane fertility drugs? It's like fucking Octomom. Well, I don't think they could get pregnant without it. I think that they had to do fertility the first round, too, when they got pregnant with the twins. I don't know. Um, Pawn Stars has been on since 2009. I still watch Pawn Stars. It's a good show. Um, Trading Spaces, Trading Spouses, which is basically like um, Wife Swap. Mm -hmm. Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Cannot tell you how many fucking times I've cried watching that show Mm -hmm. when they do the big reveal. (laughs) That was uh, 2003 to 2012. Okay. Do you remember this show called The Moment of Truth? It was only on for one year. Uh, Was this the one where they had to tell the truth or... Or they would like lose. I actually, I could actually go back and watch this. A couple takes a polygraph test yes. in front of a studio audience for a cash prize, with the questions becoming increasingly more scandalous each round. The host, Mark Wahlberg, the other Mark Wahlberg, uncovered cheating, betrayals, that and lies say. that completely <laughs> unraveled a relationship in real time. Um, reading that and remembering this show makes me want to watch it again, like now, now. So juicy. Such a juicy show. I saw a clip of this recently on like TikTok or something. Uh-huh. And yeah, the girl yeah. basically like admitted she like fucked her boss or something like that. Uh, oh my god. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it again. Um, Toddlers and Tiaras, obviously very disturbing to watch. Uh making the band. Remember they made the band? They made O Town first. They made O Town and Danity Kane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Aubrey O'Day. And then, Polly oh, O'Dee. and Bad Bad Boys Da Band. I have no clue who that is. Um, I mean, I'm a... says includes two unreleased bonus tracks from Bad Boys Da Band. I don't know. Um, Flavor of Love. Of course. 2006 Rock to 2008. Very weird. Um, they don't even have Rock of Love on here. That was it. They missed some really good ones. So, like, Rock of Love, um, which, who the fuck would ever want to date What's-His-Face? Gross. Um, they probably didn't include, like, Megan Wants a Millionaire or something because that crazy murder. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, and then, what did you say earlier? You said something good earlier, Celebrity too, that was not Apprentice. even on the list. Yeah, Celebrity Apprentice. Well. Celebrity Apprentice, I, I think about this show all the fucking time. I wish it was really? on some sort of streaming service. It was my one of my all-time fucking favorite shows. How, half of the Housewives, I knew who they were before I even watched Housewives because a bunch of them did that show. Um, yeah. And it was just so fucking good. And Donald Trump was fucking hilarious on it. I don't care what anybody says. And then I remember 2017 was the last season they did. And that was obviously when Donald Trump was uh, being doing his yeah. political stuff. And uh, that's when Arnold Schwarzenegger President. took over. 
and oh really yeah so they did a season with him and Snooki was on it and a bunch of other people were on it it was really good but um I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger was fine his thing was like you're terminated instead of you're fired and then he'd say now get to the chopper and instead of like leaving in a cab they would leave in an actual helicopter oh Um, wow but like yeah either way um and, and I don't know that why was they... a good show. I remember watching a couple seasons. I was obsessed. So good. Um, also, I was going to bring up. Oh, OK. So there was one season. So when MTV was trying to switch up the real world after it had been on for like 20 seasons or 15 seasons, they started to change things, both put little twists in the real world. And there was a season called. um I think it was called The Real World Explosion. And did, did you watch that season? Because I feel like we could totally do an episode or a series of episodes on it. So they move in the seven strangers in the house. I can't remember where they were living. And after like a month or a few weeks or something, they put the twist in that they're moving in each cast member's most prevalent or serious or toxic ex into the house with them so they've been living together and you know they always have like little relationships are getting to start with the roommates and they're three weeks in or something and then all of a sudden so-and-so's ex-boyfriend is moving in and then the next week so-and-so's ex-girlfriend moves in so it's like ex on the it beach. is so good That sounds I guess like so. X on the beach. I guess so. But this, I think this was before X on the beach started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, this is the real world. And they had been doing the real world the same way for 15 years, 20 years. And no one expected it. They didn't know it was happening. So that's the best part. And they'd all, they don't know which X is moving in. So they're all trying to figure out who is it? Who's going to show up for me next week? Is it me next week? Is it you next week? It is so good. It's so juicy. I think we should watch that. I'm down if I can find it for sure. Just looking at this list gets me so many ideas for so many things we could talk about. Do you have any other honorable mentions that should have been on the list? Oh, God. Um, Meet the Barkers, as I previously said. Um, Iconic show. Um, and also, I just want to give a shout out to another podcast, if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, by Pumpkin. Absolutely. By Princess Jones Curtis. Uh, so by yes. Pumpkin, named after an iconic Flavor of Love episode. Her whole podcast is about niche early 2000s reality shows. And she covers okay. Flavor of Love. Uh, she did Rock of Love. On her Patreon right now, she's doing the first season of Teen Mom 2. And uh, I subscribe just to listen to that because I'm like, I need my freaking teen mom fix right now. And uh, yeah, so great podcast. And she's hilarious. And I always wondered what that what the name of the podcast meant. So I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, I love it. Um, Okay, so oh, oh, I was going to tell you a couple of new podcasts that I'm listening to and then we'll wrap it up here. if you're into cults, there's a podcast called A Little Bit Culty, and that's Sarah Edmondson <laughs> that and so funny. If you're into cults. Nippy. 
Yeah, if you're into cults. Uh, so that's Sarah Edmondson and Nippy Ames. They're both from the Nixium documentary from HBO. They do that. Uh, let's HBO. see here. I don't think I watched the HBO one. I watched the one. Oh, you um, should watch it. It was like the E! True Hollywood Story one. Okay, so I the HBO one. one is a series of like six episodes. It's very good and it's very video heavy because they videotaped like everything in Nixium. You should absolutely watch it. It's very good. Oh, shit. Um, Beyond the Blinds. Have you been listening to this? I didn't even know this existed. And it's Troy McKeady and... Um, Kelly something yeah 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 yes okay I didn't know it existed I started listening to that uh let's see here I had did add a couple more that I really liked this this week or so um maybe 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 you should absolutely listen to the shore store it is amazing hell yeah (laughs) absolutely you know um two hot takes that's a podcast that i found because it is on uh tiktok all the time and they basically do a lot of like reddit am i the asshole and stuff like that so that's fun to listen to um and then also oh twin flames this is a new wondery podcast there's three episodes that are out so far and it's basically about Jeff and uh, Shalia, a young couple, they're famous on YouTube and they teach about twin flames, which is a deep romantic connection with your perfect partner in their videos. And so they charge people all this money to teach them how to fall in love with their true, their twin flames. And people start to get crazy about it. Um, Like this one woman is completely convinced that this guy that she works with is her twin flame. And even though he's telling her this is not going to be a relationship, like we're just friends, she continues pursuing him because they're encouraging her even after he files a restraining <gasps> order and she gets arrested. She fucking calls him from the jail. She calls him from the fucking jail and she's like, I don't know why you're doing this. You are my twin flame. You're We are meant to be. It is so fucking good. You have to listen to it. It's crazy. What's and it and these people, it's called Twin Flames. Okay, Twin Flames. Easy. And these people that are teaching like the classes or whatever are encouraging her. They're saying things like, oh, so you, you're breaking down his barriers or you have um, made him uncomfortable. That's why he blocked you or whatever. And, and they encourage them to keep pursuing them. Like, bitch, you're in fucking jail on violation of a restraining order and you used your fucking one call to call the guy that has a restraining order against you. It's crazy. You have to listen to it. It's so good. That's fucking so sad, but it sounds really it's crazy. funny. It's good. But there's like three episodes out, so you could, you know, binge a little and you'll totally enjoy it. It's crazy. Oh, every yeah. time I just like hear that phrase, it makes me feel so... Twin flames. It's like sick to my stomach. Yeah. Every time we watch 90 Day Fiance or Love After Lockup, Ryan and I say we're going to do a drinking game. Like every time someone says my soulmate or the love of my life, uh, you take a shot and we would be so wasted in like five minutes. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. We should do that. Yeah, no, soulmates don't exist. Relationships are hard and people work very hard and do a lot of compromise and sacrificing for people that they love there's no fucking such thing as a soulmate or your perfect person it doesn't exist nope love is a choice you can choose to love anyone and 
it's a choice that you make every day, sometimes a hundred times a day. But yeah, I totally agree. I do not believe in soulmates at all. Nope. So, okay, that's all I got. So again, tell people, tell the free feed listeners where they can find you. Come listen to the Shore Store if you want yeah. all things Jersey, Florida, Shore. And we're going to record an episode right now after this. Yes, we are. It's going to be a good one. So make sure you guys check it out. And then also follow on Instagram. Justine is at the Shore Store pod. Is it the in front of it or just Shore Store's pod? No, just Shore Store pod. Okay. At Shore Store pod for Justine and then at Resting Bitch Pod for me. And then also I wanted to let you guys, I wanted to ask you guys, if you love the podcast, please leave a review. Please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I don't have a ton of reviews. I have a couple shitty ones. So try to leave something nice for me. I'd really appreciate that. And then also I have started Patreon. And Justine and I did a little bit of extra content for Patreon earlier today. You are going to be getting weekly extra content, whether that is Am I the Assholes, unsolicited advice, juicy shit we just can't talk about on the podcast for everyone. You are going to be getting some type of extra content each week. So go to patreon.com slash resting bitch pod. And we will see you guys over at the Shore Store Pod. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit.